You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break. Hey, do you ever think about trends, trends in your work and trends in your business, trends in the industry, trends of technology, trends of friends, trends of all the things that come and go that are around you. So today I'm talking to one of my favorite educators and photographers, Joy Zamora, and we're talking about trends. We're talking about being an early adopter, the adoption curve, and we're talking about how to build a successful business with not being scared of change, but being able to have the foresight of looking ahead seeing where trends are, seeing where the industry is going and seeing where you need to go, which is really important. I think as we're getting overwhelmed with there's more platforms coming out. Um, I think Threads launched, you know, a week ago. There's so many new things all the time, new AI prompts that we got to try. There's new, new software that we just have to be around. There's new, you know, there's always something new. And I think sometimes like what it does is it overcomplicates our business and it stops us from getting big success because we get overwhelmed and then we stop ourselves in the tracks. And it's really hard to move forward when you have so many things you got to do. So I do believe simplification is key. And so when everybody is zigging, you need to zag and do the opposite to what everybody is doing. Sometimes being an early adopter, and I say this a lot to a lot of my friends because I have found myself as being an early adopter in a lot of things and have pioneered a lot of things. But there's this saying that has resonated with me where pioneers get slaughtered, where settlers get to reap the benefits, right? And so sometimes like it's not good to be a pioneer and be first on a, on a platform or first in the industry to do something or first or whatever, whatever it may be for you. But sometimes it's good to be just behind the pioneers and see how people forge the way. It's so much easier too. When you're creating a business, when you create a business and there's a roadmap that's a clear path and you've seen the success before and then you just need to plug it into what you are doing and seeing how it can help you move you towards your goals, then it's a good thing to do. So today talking to Joy Samura, I've actually got him on the podcast once again because he's speaking at the Unrealistic Workshop. Everybody else is going to be talking about business and creativity, but he's actually going to be talking about clients and actually creating work. And I think kind of like the gap between what you want to create and then how to make that work with the clients that you actually get as well. So I'm really excited about that. If you haven't heard about the Unrealistic Workshop yet, okay, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a two-day event next month in Los Angeles. We've booked out a big venue. We're coming in. I will be there live. Joyce Morris flying all the way in from Spain. We've got guests coming in from New Zealand, Australia, all around the US and Europe. It's going to be freaking incredible. And we are going to see, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to see if we can sell out 200 tickets to this first ever hybrid event. And we're also streaming it online. So if that sounds like something that you want to come to, the whole theme is about being unrealistic, right? So I'm going to talk about like diving in deeper into your why, practical tips on how to get there, then practical tips on how to think bigger, move bigger and reach unrealistic goals. And how do we do that? And so I'm really excited about diving into that exploration of what do the big thinkers do, the big movers, the big shakers, how do they get themselves there and how can we tap into that for ourselves 
So even if we're just thinking a little bit bigger, we can exponentially grow our business or grow our craft or grow our goals into the right direction of where we want to move. So really excited about that. I'm not going to hold you up any longer. Oh, if you do want to get a ticket, just DM me the word on Instagram workshop. My Instagram handle is at jialong.co. So you'll be able to find me at jialong.co. I get back to every every single message. So if you want to say hello, you can do as well. So let's get into today's episode. Joy Zamora, welcome back to the show. I think you've been on here a few times and you know what? You need to keep coming back because you bring so much value and obviously I love having you here. So not only have you been on the podcast a lot of times, we've also taught workshops together. We're teaching one soon in Spain actually together and we also, um, you're going to be a keynote speaker at the Unrealistic Workshop, which is coming up. So you're coming all the way from Spain to Los Angeles to be part of that, which is so cool. Now this morning, I know it's seven in the morning for you. You just woke up probably. And um, we're going to dive in and talk about some hard-hitting stuff around trends, in particular trends with the work that we do, trends that we want to follow, trends that we feel compelled to to do or to avoid and everything else. So I'm really excited. So how are you? Well, I'm so good. Always amazing to be with you, man. Like you know that you have me always here. I'm really happy to talk to you and your community. I'm always excited. And I think, yeah, this is the first time or the second time that we talk this year. And it's going to be yeah. a crazy year. You already mentioned. I think we are going to see each other <laughs> in real life more than ever. And that is really exciting in Spain and in the US. So always, always happy. I think this time of the year is always exciting about creating new things, about planning what's going to happen. Uh, I just came from doing the first wedding of the season in Thailand. So I'm already, you know, excited. Oh, I've seen about those photos too. The, yeah, 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 awesome. yeah. It has been amazing. It's already, already, you know, I always feel like the start of the year is something amazing and the start of the season. So yeah, really good. Really excited. Cool, man. So let's talk about, uh, let's talk about trends. And I think we both got so much that we can talk about with this stuff because <laughs> I guess like we're both visually, we work in the visual industry. So we're both photographers. And so um, we both probably have an eye for design and there's trends in all of that. There's also trends in the way that we do business or the way that we learn things or the coaches that we learn from. Or um, So it can be visually, it could be um, strategy, it could be like trends on how we show up on social media. Like there's so many different types of trends and, and things to even dive in on this. So let's dive in right now. I actually just want to know why are you passionate about talking about trends? Yeah, I mean, I think it's so interesting. And, um, you know, as... As a photographer, I think as a creative as well, you have always this feeling that not missing out, you know, you want to always uh, provide the best for your client. And I think there is nothing worse than when a client comes to you and think, oh, but you're not really aligned with the kind of things that I'm looking for. Mm. Um, and it's interesting because sometimes our clients acknowledge these trends way faster than us as a photographers. And I don't know if it happened to you, but because I have been an educator as well for so many years, I have seen so many really talented photographers going to the peak of their career, do something amazing and start creating the best work. And then suddenly within a year disappear. And that totally. always, 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 always scared me, man. It always scared me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Like I have seen it happening to so many people and it's like, but how this happened? Like how they were not able to adapt 
you know, to, to mm. change. So since that moment, I have been really careful. Like I always looking at what people are doing everywhere. You know, sometimes the trends are coming from the US. Sometimes are coming from Australia. Sometimes it's just a random person in Barcelona who start creating something new. And in a year, everyone is doing the same thing. So, you know, the, the interesting thing is different between those things that are not going to last. You know, it's just uh, a trend that is like a TikTok dance and that's not going to last anything. But sometimes there are bigger trends and you can see and you can feel them and you can see that the client is start asking for different things. And the way to communicate, the way that the thing that you show uh, are completely different. And I think after COVID, we are seeing a completely new trend, a different trend. I've seen every day, like in the biggest name in the industry, I've seen that they are changing what they're showing, the way that they are showing it. And the ideal client that we all had for so long is changing as well. Their needs are changing. And I think that's incredible. That's so interesting. And I think we all have to be aware of it. Yeah, you always have to sort of look, look, be looking around. Hey, so it's similar to exactly what you just said. I've seen so often where people have their head down and they work and work and work and they never look forward and they're never looking around to see what's actually changing in the landscape. So for myself, like I always talk about the analogy of the ship. And so one of the most important people on the ship is the captain, of obviously, but then the person at the top spotting with their binoculars looking around. And mm. if we are so busy working in our businesses, we can't see sometimes the trends and things that are changing or the strategies that are changing. And like that, it seems like we can go out of business or become irrelevant or, you know, so many other things. So it's so interesting that you and I have both sort of seen that exact same thing over and over. Yeah. No, it's, it's like, it's a recurring fear. And I want to be honest with people, like it doesn't matter how long did you stay in, in a good position or how many years did you get the knowledge or you or, or people really like your work and you get a lot of demand. It can happen uh, any day. So yeah, I think we have to be always aware. And as you mentioned, you have to find the time to analyze all this and to try to be on top of things. You know, at the end of the day, there's always just a few people that start a trend. So I think as far as you have oh, those yeah, people under your radar, as far as you have them control, you will know. And then the weird thing happened because it's like, okay, do I have to start doing this or should I stick to the things that I have been doing till now? Because my client already know me because of this, because, you know, I have seen so many creatives, let's say photographers and videographers that develop a really, really, personal style and then people obviously are going to them because of that style but then what happened in the long run if uh, you don't adapt do you think that you will have the same amount of client and the good clients for two or three years or that will last just one more and that's that's the decision that you have to take like i'm gonna change i'm gonna adapt or is my creativity and my style bigger than that yeah, it's real interesting, isn't it? And just sort of looking around, you know, so there's this thing called the adoption curve and the adoption curve is like when something first starts, uh, there's not many people on it and it's sort of hard to get people amongst it. And then it starts going up and then at the top, it's like an adoption curve and then everybody's on a thing. So what's really interesting when I see like new trends, 
is I'm really good at being able to see what's going to be trending next. I'm like, whoa, there's a few elite people that are doing this thing and it captures your attention and your imagination. And that's usually, is a good indicator of thinking that other people will probably think in the same, they're going to copy. But what's interesting is when you do change a trend, I remember like when I started as a wedding photographer, the trend was light, airy, really bright photos. Mm. And what I was doing was darker, (laughs) moodier photos. And at that time, that wasn't the trend. And so what happens is if you're before a trend, it can be really hard to be the, the earlier adopter of a trend, even though you can get big success because if you can keep going through it, there's a time when it becomes you know, trendy and which it did. And then yeah. it went out of trend as well. But it was really interesting in my career. So many times I've been probably before a trend and then it's been like a lot of heartache to push through until the trend comes. Another example was like, you know, teaching mindset back in 2015 and 16 and 17 and 18 and 19 <laughs> until finally in 2020, it became like the trend. And then I'm like, man, yeah. you know, five years that you got to be hustling, but you know, it's coming. But yeah, I think there's also like this sweet point where you don't jump onto a trend too quickly because it can be yeah. harder for clients and for work, but also it's what you want to do creatively. Yeah. I mean, it's what you mentioned. It's almost walking along in the desert for a while, if you really want to be successful and that demands to be really brave. I would say, like you, you just mentioned it, the fact that you have to be for a few years supporting the idea that if you're going to have a healthy business, your mindset is going to be the more important thing. And we all know that for so long, that was considered like, yeah, okay, mindset. No, no, tell me, tell me facts, tell me marketing, exactly. tell me this this tool that is going to make you work. And, you know, actually I was talking to Opie, to my wife the other day, and she's a massive believer in, in visualization, you know? Um, and for so long, I was like, ah, okay, you know that's that's not real you know that's that's magic that's not for me and and i I was the biggest critic to her which is crazy because i shouldn't be but i still have my kind of mentality and my thoughts but she proved me wrong she proved me wrong i really i really admire the people that have the energy and the willing to keep going no matter what those are the breakers those are the people who are gonna actually start a trend now you know in in spain and in europe and probably in the us as well in australia you will see for so long the trend was not using a flash mainly because i think Mm. honestly we didn't know we didn't know how to use it that was the key And, and we play yeah we only play with natural light you know flash is not for us okay amazing totally the fact was that most people didn't know how to use it now Vogue. Harp Bazaar, all these bigger, incredible big blogs just yes, show on, people on camera flash. flash is what they want. Yeah. Exactly. That's what they want now. Like I got the call. Actually, one of the best weddings I'm having this, this year is in a chateau. It's in a castle in the south of France. The only condition that they gave me is like, Joey, we want this kind of photos. We want flash. What I'm going to do? I'm going to miss a client because I don't shoot with flash or should I adapt and integrate that into my style? Of course, is, is the second one. I'm learning. I, I had to learn how to do it. And, you know, for a while it was like, shit, is this changing who I am as a photographer? Because, you know, I, I don't really know how to use it. I'm going to have to learn new skills. But then I was thinking, you know, we all remember the change from film to digital. And so many people decide that they were not going to change that because, you know, they, they were really comfortable shooting in film. A lot of creative and a lot of photographers just didn't pass the cut because of that. So oh, I am learning things. I'm learning new things. The interesting thing 
I think, in my opinion, is always just to. I I'm not a black and white person or white person, you know. It's like for me, it's always to find the balance in the middle. And of course, I'm gonna shoot with flash and I'm gonna learn new skills. But it's what happened. Like a lot of people are asking me, "Oh, Joy, you are changing your color, for example, because it's true. I'm changing my color, and I'm changing a little bit the style of the things that I'm showing. It's like, oh, are you don't feeling bad because you it's not you anymore? And it's like, no, no, it's not that. It's a new me. It doesn't mean that it's not me. It just I'm adapted to time, but it's really shocking. And sometimes if you mentally are not in the right position in the moment that you start receiving people telling you, oh, Joy, I like it more you before, or I don't know why you're doing this. You start doubting yourself, then you are in problems. So I think you have to have a really, as you mentioned, a strong mindset just to be. You really do. Keep in doing. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's tricky. It's tricky. Just talking about on that trend and something you just said, like in the digital era, we all remember, or most of us, you know, obviously showing my age, but changing from uh, film photography into digital. And so there was this massive wave of new digital photographers that was using Lightroom and Photoshop and all these different tools. And then there was the older photographers that was like, that's not real photography. You shouldn't be submitting that into awards. You shouldn't be delivering that to the people. What happens when you lose it? It's not authentic. And there was this big push and pull until after a while, all the people that didn't want to adapt and change, they went out of business. And then, you know, history shows what happened. But even right now, I see the same thing of AI. There's so many people complaining that... AI is going to do this. And it's like, if it's an AI image or it's been processed of AI, then it's not a real image. Or if it's made by AI, it's not a real image. Or if it's this and it's that. But the truth of the matter is within the next couple of years, every photographer has to AI to process an image because it's just not going to be any other way. No matter how much you want to do legacy, doing things yourself, you know, like editing the way that you do and, and applying someone's preset like you do now. It's going to be completely different. And so that is like a, a strategy that's going to change. And it is a trend that's going to change. But hey, look out because the future will have AI in our images and people will going to be creating amazing things using their own knowledge, their own skills with AI. And then yeah. it's going to merge into something completely different. And so how can you compete with happening. somebody that has that? I know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's already happening. Like the AI thing is so much fun, man. It's so much fun. And I see how you always see it. People get scared, then they get angry. You know, it's always the same. Yeah, it's path. like that, isn't it? Scared, then angry. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like I don't understand it. I don't know how to use it. I don't want to learn. I'm gonna complain. You know, it's the same thing that happened, for example, with social media. We Instagram changed. We know now that Instagram won't reels. You know, and the language have changed. I get angry. I'm not a fucking videographer. I don't want to be doing videos. I don't want to be dancing. You know, when you mention to someone TikTok and they mention back, they say back, oh, I don't want to be dancing. It's like, you don't understand anything. Like go to TikTok properly if you want to do it and check it out. You don't have to dance. You have to understand that you have to do new things and it's uncomfortable and you're going to have to learn new skills and maybe you have to learn a new way of communicating. But it's always the same thing. You know, when people, people are really afraid of change. It's really comfortable. It's comfortable for all of us. It's, uh, yeah, I don't like it. I don't feel comfortable, honestly. I didn't want to learn how to use the flash. I'd rather just stay as I was, you know? But this is life. Like, you you, you have two choices. Either you change and you adapt and you keep being, and you're going to stay. Yeah, and grow. Like, I'm really happy that I have a new um, source of a skill now because I have, I had to learn. And, you know, mm. like the other day, mm, I was um, talking to the the woman, the girl who is handling my education, social media. 
And she was really pushy about the thought of reels. And I was, you know, no, 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 let's not do it. I'm tired of reels. You know, I don't, I don't want to do it. She convinced me. We you did it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, man, it's like, it's a lot of work. And we had to be honest. I think it's not just that it's a lot of work. It's that we are not used to it. We are not used to that workflow. For us, it was really easy just to upload a photo, put a nice caption, get all that track done that's yeah. boring for people now that's boring for people like tell me how long do you stay now on instagram uh watching photos it's almost nothing never it's, it's almost never nothing and then yeah. and then we complain oh i don't have any likes it's like you are not giving likes to anyone why is anyone giving you likes like you spend time on reels or you go to tiktok i just spent two hours there without even knowing it you know that's what's happening but then i did it i did the reel and we publish it on tiktok and, and on reels and this was a small account. This is like a AK account. It's not big. We got like 500, 600 followers within an hour with a real, wow. real people, people that are going to follow us, people that are connected to our product, people that were commenting, people that were engaged. And it's eye-opening. It's like, okay, you know, you know I had to embrace this. One interesting thing too, Joy, is like you would have had to do work posting shit all the time anyway, which is just the images that you wanted to post. So you're doing the same amount of work. It's just that you pivoted and then you went with like, oh, okay, I know what's going to make an impact though. And then you gave in and then you you pivoted to that. So what I find interesting, even with myself, I'm, I'm fully guilty of this is like, I go for the easy route, but it's the harder way because it's like yeah. you, you're slowly dying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you see it clearly. You, we sometimes, I think our, our ego, no matter how much we have of it, Dick say or decision. And that's really scary because I do have my ego and I had to acknowledge it. And for so long, you know, I will get 3K and likes in a photo. And then we just, with that number start going down, you don't want to acknowledge that the problem is yours. Yeah. I mean, the visibility right now, for example, in, in the stories is really low, in my yeah. opinion, or at least it's happening to me and other people. Your ego is telling you, wow. The world is against you. You're still super talented. Just don't don't change. Don't change. You are in the right. The whole world, these companies are trying to hurt your business. Just to stay uh, doing the same thing. And then you see people, random people, new business owner, young people that just decides to put the time and the effort to adapt. And they smash. And they are getting they're, and they're getting the results. So yeah. um, it's so simple. Like you never. I think the hardest thing is to see and acknowledge when you are recreating the same mistakes that you have seen in the past in other people you know it's mm -hmm. really easy for us to acknowledge the mistake that some people did in the past and say oh that photographer just got boring you know he didn't adapt their edition never renewed you know it, it just stuck and it's really easy for us to acknowledge that but it's really hard for us to see that in ourselves because we don't have the perspective unless we have the right people around us that just tell us what to do. So that's scary because our ego just plays us all the time. And we had to be really humble and decide like, Crazy, you know, it? yeah, hey, it's like, not working anymore. Well, just even just the other day, I seen a reel that just popped up and there's this guy, I actually just followed him and he gives tips on like how to edit uh, like short form videos. But he did a reel just the other day and he's like, I want to show you how I grew 400,000 followers in 30 days. I went from 5,000 wow. followers to four. He's at now at 400,000 from 5,000 to 400. Wow. And he's like, all I did is I just rinsed and repeated a new process of like showing people massive amounts of value in a reel. 
And it was just so fascinating wow. to me because I was like watching it and I was like, man, and I scrolled back and looked at his content. I'm like, it was terrible like 30 <laughs> days ago. And now he's almost got half a million views on like actual followers. And it came so wow. quick. It was like instant because he decided to make a strategy, go with like what people are doing, like how people are consuming information or, or entertainment online and just went for it. And it inspired me. It just completely inspired me because how's this? How's this? Even you just said like, Instagram's got less engagement, uh, less people are viewing our stuff. But for him, it's not true. Like it's he's going, true. there's more engagement I've ever had before. So we all have a different skewed perspective based on what like uh, input we're putting into the machine. Yeah. You know, the, the, the scary thing, and, and this is a thought that I, I want to share with you because maybe it happened the same thing to you. Like I am a photographer slash I am an educator. Okay. I do see, for example, like you just mentioned, this guy do reels and they add so much value. But the question is, what should I do? Should I add value for the photographers? Should I add value for my clients? You know, I kind of find easy or easier to do reels to to give value to all the photographers, all the fellow, because, you know, I'm used to that. I'm used to education and I think I can do a whole thing there. But then I think if I put myself out there so much because for my uh, education thing, what's going to happen with the other part? What's going to happen with my clients? Because it's funny because I see a lot of photographers that just, you know, add a lot of value. You should too. How, why do you should, you should take the best photographer and educational reels. And I'm thinking, what is the actual client thinking about all this? You know, like why is he educating and um, other photographers instead of focusing on on me? Totally. And and that is always, always, always hard for me to to decide. Wow. And then again, we get back to trends, and I realize that, for example, um, some people with really a small engagement, they don't show the personal life, they don't communicate. They are really, you know, like they don't, they don't do stories. They have an amazing client. And we have to acknowledge as well that some really high-end clients don't want you, they don't want you to be always showing up on social media because they really value the discretion. And, and it's always this test with yourself thinking, okay, where should I go? Should I be this really spoken person out there communicating? And who who is going to be the client that is going to try? Or should I going to be like flying low, showing more style, some kind of mystery, don't posting that much and trying to attract people through other things? It's confusing. It's always like, it's always a choice. It's a constant choice. And and it's, it's hard. So it's really hard. Yeah. yeah and I'm in it's the really same boat as you. Even thinking the same things right now. It's like my education, my clothing business, my coaching, my different courses. Like I'm like, what content should I be creating though? You know, and so it gets really, yeah, it can get really hard. And then so when people blow up is when they got a specific message to a specific problem to a specific person. And like that person was like, how to edit short form videos. That's it you know, nothing else. It's just yeah. like how to put the caption on there, how to do a lot on there, how to run AI through it. Like, and of course that's going to go quick because people are not confused because if we're confused, imagine our viewers, they're completely confused. Exactly. Exactly. No, it's, it's a whole crazy topic. Um, I still is struggling with it. I'm not going to lie. Like I just, in that moment when, to be honest, I don't want to uh, build an Instagram that is just sharing easy knowledge 
I don't. I, I know that it would probably give me a lot of followers, but I think, for example, I'm going to move towards YouTube Shorts and TikTok for that content. I want to keep my Instagram a little bit more fancy, a little bit, a little bit more mysterious, and maybe that's a mistake. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that this is going to be the right decision uh, because maybe it's not. But this is my ego talking, saying you have to stay creative. You have to still be an artist. You have to still be, you know, super cool and don't get into these trends because you are bigger than that. So it's confusing. It's confusing. But yeah, well, test yourself when you see like all these people blowing up and they got 100,000, 200,000. They've just started in maybe our same industry. And then it's like, oh man, I should be doing all this kind of stuff. And then it feels like overwhelmed, doesn't it? Because it's like, it's like, do I sell my soul and start fucking making trillions exactly. of reels? The question is like, I'm going to ask you <laughs> and, and I'm going to ask myself, do you think these people that just blow within a day, okay? They pass from 8,000 <laughs> people day, to 400,000 yeah. people within a Yeah, it's two days, it's yeah, a yeah. week, it's a month, doesn't matter. Do this huge new audience going to convert into actual clients or are they just going to have a big number in into their social media? Because, you know, that's that's a conversation that we have to have. You know, are oh, they totally. going to be huge? Because I, I, uh, I do see a lot of people that are huge on TikTok, but they have told me I'm not converting anything. Yeah, I have a massive audience there, but it's such a low profile. Converting um, is really hard from, on TikTok too, that I've seen exactly. across all my students. Yeah. Yeah, I see I see TikTok and I say, oh my God, I know these people will never pay my services. I know because you know, you you know, you know when you know. And you see these yeah. people know. Then on Instagram, you see accounts that have 60 likes, but they have a feed that is so aesthetic. They so elegant. They know exactly what to post. And they are tomorrow in South Africa shooting a really expensive wedding. Next day in New York, they show two stories. So there is something there as well. You know, they're building a portfolio using Instagram just as a portfolio. So it's, it's confusing. It's like, do I need those 400 followers there for my ego or are they going to actually convert into anything? It's always ego. And, you know, um, this is something that you would have seen because you've been in the industry for probably as long as I have, but you see people come and go on all sorts of things. And so we're always chasing this thing. But the crazy thing is like, I've been here for a long time and you've been here for a long time and we continue to like go on this trajectory where we like climbing up, growing, stacking. And if you hear a beeping sound, that's my dishwasher in the background, but people come and go. And so I seen, I, I remember when someone was famous on Flickr and famous on MySpace and famous wow. on, I remember one of my favorite photographers, he was famous on Facebook, huge, had a massive fan page. You put stuff out there, you get 20,000 likes, people were sharing all over the internet. Wow. I couldn't believe it. And when those platforms disappeared though, those people disappeared because yeah. they were good because they were like on the platform, but they never actually built the foundations of a business and they were never in on the long term. They kind of rode a wave of what was trendy at the time. And so I do think about that a lot. I'm like, I see everyone blowing up and I'm like, but I know from myself, I'm like, keep doing the thing that you know that works, you know, the fundamentals yeah. of business. And then the strategy on top is like, what feels good for you at that time? Because one thing for sure is like, I haven't posted on Instagram for all year, actually. And it's the reason wow. being is because if I'm feeling, I'm feeling for myself, I'm like, well, I'm burnt out. And if I'm feeling burnt out because of these short form videos and all the things that are people posting, I know other people are feeling that too. And I don't feel like I'm bringing any value to anyone by creating something where yeah. I'm like, not a hundred percent myself and with a hundred percent energy and a hundred percent passion for it. It's tough. And I completely align with what you said. Like, firstly, when I got into TikTok, 
or reels. I was like, this is not for me. I just don't get it. And I, I, I freeze. I freeze, but I didn't know what to do. And the thing it took me, it's still taking me time to just adapt. Sometimes I know what to do. Sometimes I'm really confused and I don't know what to do. The thing is, we are getting old. <laughs> we have to acknowledge that. We are getting old and it's getting <laughs> oh, harder absolutely. for us to... I, I cannot believe how amazing new generations are like with video editing, for example, like they use mm. CutCup and they know how to do everything in the phone. And then I struggle to just put subtitles in Premiere Pro. Sometimes it's like, oh my God, this people is a massive wave of new generations. So used to change, awesome, so used though. to, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, we had to be clever. We had to be clever. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if I'm not able to do it, oh, I, I'm not getting it. I maybe should hire a younger person to help me with all this and just to give me all this knowledge. That's what I did. I hired someone yeah. for social media who is just helping me and she's fresh. She's just 10 years younger than me. And wow, the difference is insane. And she is breaking the wall of my head constantly saying, Joy, you're wrong. You have to do this no matter what. And you know, I am really wow, that's beauty. awesome. It, 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 for me, it's everything about beauty. And it's like, no, no, Crystal, you know, I'm going to do this with my camera. I'm going to put my expensive $400 mic to do the video. And she's like, Joy, stop. Take your phone, go there, do it, do it fast, do it now. And it's now. like, okay, okay. And it's working. It's working, you know, hmm. but it's hard. Change is hard. And I'm seeing the generation gap 10 years now. It's a whole world. It's a whole, it's a whole different so I do recommend to everyone who is listening, if they're feeling that uh, they're missing out, you don't even have to hire someone. You have to listen to your nephew. You have to listen to that person that is in the house with the phone and is telling you, hey, uncle, little uncle, look what I'm doing in this thing. Listen to them because they are, yeah. seeing, the no they, they are seeing the trends better than you. <laughs> just, and and, just and honestly, it doesn't matter how old you are as well, because like even, you know, Gary Vee, for instance, he's a trailblazer, but mm -hmm. he always talks about like, he's not trying to work out how to use social media for himself. He looks around to see how people uses social shows for media. Right. So yeah. when you look at that, if you're looking at your nephews, like how are they actually consuming? That's why I actually... Like years ago, I started getting on the train, telling everyone like, start posting videos. I'm telling you right now, like videos on websites, video, because all I had to do is look at how people start looking at websites. And so all they do is they scroll down, look at a video, press play, and they start watching the yeah. video. And I'm like, yeah, that's how they use it. And that's what they want. So if you don't have a video on your, on your website right now, then you're you're falling short compared to everybody that has one, you know? And so it's like, it's like just identifying the trends on what are the generation right now doing. Yeah. I mean, it's so clear. Like even, even us, man, like I realized like when I have 10 minutes and I'm in the train station waiting for the train to come, I'm not on Instagram anymore. That's, that's the honest truth. I am on TikTok watching videos and you know, the algorithm is really good. And it figure out really well really what I like. Yeah, yeah, of course. yeah, it's a scary. It's, it's a scary good. It's really scary. But it always showing me the kind of things that I like. And then when I did realize I've been for 30 minutes there and the time just passes super fast. What What is going to be your behavior? Like, it's funny. We we try to differentiate sometimes between the things that we do in our, as, a, as a customer and the thing totally. that we do as a that content creator. Sell. Yeah. As, as a customer, I'm going to spend hours on TikTok, but then as a creator, I decide that I don't want to be on TikTok. That's a stupid, isn't it? That's a little bit confusing. If you yeah, are sense. your, 
just just don't do it. Just do it. It's amazing. It's just amazing even talking about these things. Hey, here's just something, like just to sort of shift gears a little bit. Here's something for us to think about. So often we look around at what everyone else is doing in our industry, whatever industry that it's in. And then we start going like, oh, what's on trend? What's not on trend? How should we post? How shouldn't we post? What short reels should we do and stuff? But our clients don't actually know what the trends are a lot of the times, right? And so one example of that is I'm sitting in my nice new kitchen right now. And I had the cabinet maker come out to make this kitchen and I designed it all myself. And I was like, this is how I want it to look. This is the aesthetics. This is the handles. This is that and that. And at the end, he was like sort of going around the bush a little bit about it, but he was like, yeah, yeah, I get your vision. Like how stuck are you on that? What about if we do this and this, like slight changes? And I was like, oh yeah, why would we do that? And he's like, well, just to be honest, like what you want right now is a little bit out of trend. Like it's, it's fallen behind a little bit. And I was like, really? I was like, I've never seen that before though. And he's like, I know, but I make him all the time. And because I make him all the time and I know how long I've been making that style for, I just know that just literally having uh, a draw that way, a poster that way, like whatever it is, just Mm -hmm. tiny little differences is like it makes it on trend or not on trend right now. And what's amazing, it blew my mind because I think that I in front of the trends and I think that I know what I'm doing and stuff. And then that humbles me because I'm like, wow, like I just, I literally had no idea because I'm not in your industry. I don't obsess over kitchens and cabinetry and all that kind of stuff. I literally came to you because you're the professional. So you're the one that's telling me the professional advice, which I took on board. And obviously we did it his way, but it was just, and now I see his vision of, of course, like I'm glad I trusted him as well, not myself. Just amazing perspective that a lot of the times our clients don't actually really know what the trends are. But that is so liberating if you think about it. That's the cool thing about, you know, we have been mentioning the trends and how we had to maybe adapt to trends and that's taking our creativity. But the good thing is the client always goes behind us usually. Mm. So yesterday I was in a live on Instagram and uh, I, I was talking about photography in the last wedding that I shoot in Thailand and I show uh, lower speed photography. So obviously the bride was smooth, you know, and someone came running like a bull and say, but Joy, why do you do that? Why the photo is smooth? Like what is this trend of, of the photo smooth and black and white and blah, blah, blah. And it was quite like, he didn't understood. He didn't understand why I shoot that photo. Oh, so I said, okay, I, I shoot because of this and I like it. I'm tired of doing the same thing. I think this photo represents better a feeling. But then the next question from this person was like, oh, but is your client understanding in this? And it's, it's like, if I show it, eventually they will understand. Mm-hmm. And if they like it, and there were people, I said, okay, people who are in the life, just comment and be honest. Like you can say, I don't like the photo, Joey. And I'm completely happy with that. Who of you will like it and who of you wouldn't like it? More than half of people like it. That's it. And, and th- that's the thing that we we don't need everyone to like or are. Uh, we don't need it. No, no, it's a no. niche. Well, it's another niche, thing is uh, as you're sort of changing your trend and style and stuff, you're probably going to let go of the people that are stuck on the old trends and you're going to attract the new people that want the new stuff. And so a lot exactly. of people never want to sort of evolve and change like that because they're too scared of what they're going to lose over what they're going to gain. And then they get stuck in this vortex of creating something that they don't love anymore for clients that they don't no longer exactly. love as well. And then and then stuff goes downhill. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, when... When you get stuck into a style and you get really a knowledge because something that you create, for example, your color, 
everyone love your color. You get really trendy. Everyone is trying to copy you. And then one day you're sick of your own color. It's like, mm. this doesn't represent you more. What do you do? Do you chain or do you stay? Like I will chain and I don't mind. I don't care. Oh, like yeah. I, 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 I always do. I always, I always do it for myself. And it's, and it's funny how people say, oh, but don't you work for your clients? Yes. But firstly, as a creative, I work for myself. And if I'm exactly. happy with Otherwise my job, you'd have a corporate I'm, job. It's, it's just that I work for myself and it always yeah. worked for me that way. It always attracted the right client. Maybe it takes a little bit to adapt, but it always happened. It always happened. So people that are scared to change, they just have to acknowledge that there's a lot of new clients out there. This is funny. Like, you know, for us as a photographers, one of the sources of clients is like recommendation, you know, like they recommend me each other. I always said to, to my students and even to my clients, I don't care if you recommend me because that's going to mean they're going to stay in the same circle for so long. And I don't like it. I like to feel uncomfortable. And I know that sometimes that sounds counterproductive. Like you should be taking the same clients and using that thing. But for me, it's more exciting not to be shooting the same circle of friends, the same venues, the same social circle. I want to change and I want to be excited. I don't want to be recommended and just, you know, getting the 20 weddings, same wedding, same circle, same people. I want to change. I want to realize that there is new people out there. So it's, it's really exciting when you really do what you want to do and just don't listen to other people. No, I I actually think um, a lot of people get scared and I believe they get scared because they're not very good at communicating and communication. Mm. So one thing that I used to do when I had like wedding albums and stuff in my office, I would have like five years worth of wedding albums. And one of the like clients would always straight away go like, oh, Jai, just wondering, your style's changed so much over five years. Like, how do I know what your style is going to be like in a year's time? And then I'd always Mm. say, well, you don't actually, because as you know, wedding gowns change as venues change, as flower seasons change, like styles do change. And I can't guarantee you that what you're looking at right now is what I'm going to be creating in a year's time, because the way that it works is I've got to be creatively fulfilled, but you're here because I evolved and I adapted and I don't shoot the same stuff I shot five years ago, because if I did, you wouldn't be here. And they'll go, Joe, yeah. that's amazing. No one has ever said that to me. I'm like, exactly, right? You want to be with someone that's moving and shaking, right? And so what they would get is they would always see me as a trailblazer then. They go, Joe, yeah. He's like, I don't even know what the photos are going to look like, you know, because, yeah. because that's what that's, that's exciting. That's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. And that's the kind of client that you want to accept. Someone that exactly. uh, take the date race, they are clients that want a race and they want something unique. You know, I'm going to put a really crazy sample and, and I, I'm not going to compare yourself with Picasso, but I'm going to do it right now. Like imagine you, <laughs> lo- you, love, you, love, you love Picasso, you know, you have been always loving it. And then you know the trajectory and the journey of Picasso are, okay? Then one day in the news, you see, we have a new picture of Picasso. It was found in a garage. It's completely different to everything that he ever done before. Would you like to buy it? But you cannot see it. You cannot see it. You have the money. Okay. It's a, it's a bargain. You're going to get it for a million when it usually costs 50 million. You can get it. But it's completely different to everything that Picasso had done before. Would you get it? I would. I would. <laughs> I would. And I don't even know how it's going to look like. It may be completely different to everything I have seen from Picasso. But I love the guy. And I trust the guy. And I love mm. his art. 
and God trust is it. Like I know that the vision yeah. is going to make me stop and think and look and and like that's the thing, you know. That's the thing. That's the thing. And that's the side of thing. And I see so many people are always doubting of themselves, like thinking about, oh, my, my client wouldn't like it. Like, just do what you want to do. Just be the best in whatever you do. And mm. then you will attract the right people. That's it. It's as simple as that. You cannot be continuously looking around and just feeling so safe. This job is not safe. It shouldn't be safe. It's creative. It shouldn't be safe. You have to always keep the tension. Um, and that's what we have to do with trends as well. You know, like the trends is the tool that we can use to get out of the comfort zone. You know, it's, a, it's oh, constantly yeah. that, that energy. And, and we have to acknowledge it and embrace it. And that is something that we should be celebrating instead of getting scared of it. I think like people don't realize that like you get, when you just get comfortable and things are not evolving and changing and progressing, like you are dying and your business is dying yeah. without you even knowing it. And so people get into this space where they're like, yeah, I'm more comfortable now. They do that to me. Like all the time I hear people saying, Joe, I've been a photographer for like seven years. Would I need to ever do um, a workshop or course again? Would I ever need to do anything? Like I pretty much know everything. And I'm like, well, wow. obviously in my head, I'm like, well, I know your business is already on the downside. Like it's already dying yeah. because I can't keep up with everything. I'm struggling to learn all the things that I want to learn, the strategies that I want to learn, find the new people on the other side of the world, like go and shoot that wedding. That's a, like, there's just so many things to do. Like, how could you possibly no. have done everything? You know, that's the only thing that I struggle with. And it's the fact that I wouldn't like, I would like to have more lives. Not just because I don't want to be, I don't want to die. Just because I want to learn so many things, and and it's the, it's, 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 it's the overwhelming feeling of not catching up. And that's just what's happening. I think for so many people as well with AI, you know, every day, every day there are a hundred new AIs out there. You know, you want to create copy, you have ten AIs. You want to create images, you have ten AIs, and it's overwhelming. But you know, we had to take something. I mean, we have limited time on earth. Um, we just have to do, try to do it. Like those people who just stay in the same place, it's not even that you're not growing. It's that, that as you mentioned, you are dying. Like you had to take something new. Like it's not easy for me to decide what should I be learning this year? Because there's so much offer. And that's the only thing that worries me. What, what should I be <laughs> learning? It's just so much offer. Like, should I code or this code? Like, you know, for a long time, I've been thinking, I would like to learn how to code. But now thinking about AI, is like, Maybe I don't think AI I'm going to have to learn. Code. Dude, yeah. I have been coding exactly. on AI. It's been yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I probably had to learn how to do prompts properly yeah. because that's what it's going to be a new skill that everyone should have. So... That's a crazy thing. That's a crazy thing for people who decide that they know everything, then go go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah, it's like, the same thing for me. And the most successful that people that I ever meet, the most successful people that people look up to, let's say, for instance, yourself, like you were in my course and like I've joined your stuff before as well. Like the most successful people that I meet, they're intuitive. They're always asking questions. They're always allowing themselves to be mind blown because they're always learning something new and they never stay stagnant and they never say they know everything. And so the yeah. second that someone knows everything, it's like you've got nothing to learn from that person because they, they're they not even to the point where they realize that they don't know anything. And when you're at the point where you realize you don't know anything, like sometimes people ask me, it's like, Jai, if you're a business coach, what if you don't know something? I'm like, well, I don't know anything actually. To be honest with yeah. you, I literally know nothing. And like all I know is 
is my experience, my small experience of 16 years of being in business, which in the scheme of things is very small. And all I know yeah. is my experience of me going out there and doing shit and seeing if it works and seeing when it doesn't and then seeing why it didn't and seeing why it did. And that's all I know. I don't know anything else. There isn't anything else yeah. I can teach, you know? The thing the, the thing is like people like you and me and so all the people, you had the drive to learn. And the curiosity for me is the biggest tool that we can have, you know, like, I don't know if it happens to you. I know it happened to you, but when I see a new trend or when I see a new program or when I see a new disruption in technology or whatever, I just cannot not doing it. I cannot do it. I, 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 my FOMO, my fear of missing out is huge. I want to learn it. I want to learn it. I wanna, yeah, you're an early you know, adopter. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really, I, I'm really scared of getting into a conversation with a random person and they mention anything, and I have no idea what they're talking about. Obviously, I'm not going to be an expert in every single topic in the world. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. impossible. But I love but to know a little know, bit about yeah. everything. Yeah, I want to know. I don't like if the new thing is the new money, if the new phone is the new trend is going to be there. I had to look at it. I had to look at it. I, I, I think mm. that's the biggest difference between successful people and not successful people that you see something you 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 cannot you don't even need to be really good at analyzing trends but you have to be good in getting into everything try everything and i was thinking about it the other day and you know because sometime with the time pass we think oh you know we maybe got lucky you know like maybe we were mm-hmm. lucky in some way but then i was thinking you know when blogger it was a page for creating blogging yeah, I was in there, and that was 2004, 2005. None of the people that I knew in that time was blogging. I was blogging. I was already creating community with random people all around the world. And I, I was did actually doing the same. Funny. Yeah, I loved it, man. I loved it. Yeah. I actually, I still up there. It's still up there. And the other day, I just visited that blog, and it's like I was already curious. I was already mm. creating connection, and that helped me so much to do social media and to communicate well afterwards, we had to be that kind of person. I, I want to always stay as that teenager that was curious about the new technology and everything that's happening yeah, in the world. Things, Otherwise, yeah. yeah. Well, and another mindset, like you're talking about being an early adopter. And, uh, and I remember I was an early adopter for like Instagram and I got on it mm-hmm. and I was just curious by this thing. I was like, man, I can take photos of my phone and, I, and like I can edit it and I can do some <laughs> stuff. And I was just like, I was so intrigued on what you can do with this platform and what I was met with, especially in the photography space. Cause back then there wasn't many photographers on Instagram and they all would come to me and say, yeah, but Jaya, what can you even get work from? Can you even do this with it? Can are you wasting your time? And they were, they would always come with something negative, but also what can it do? Where all I was looking at is what can it do? I was like, I don't even know. Mm. I didn't even check that because all I'm trying to work out is I'm like, there's so many opportunities and possibilities that I, I can't even piece them all together in my head. And so for me, exactly. it was like a clear, like in my opinion, it was a clear app that I thought was going to take over the world just because it was like in 2013, I kid you not, and I know this is before its times, but I remember the day that I got business cards printed. And then I remember, I think it was in 2014, I threw them in the bin because I was like, oh, we don't need business cards anymore. We don't need like this I, anymore. Yeah, no, I'm like, you literally, if someone asks me a business card, I'm like, hey, follow me on Instagram, free the bird weddings, Yeah, you know? And I started yeah. doing that. And dude, people to this day still use business cards. Like it takes a long time. <sighs> like this, people to this day still just signing up to Instagram and stuff. Like it takes a long time for everybody to adapt, but that's where my brain was always at, you know? And so that's just how I think. <laughs> 
Yeah, it came it came natural to some people, but because you were curious and you were creative, curious. Like, you asked them the right I, question. I, I joined Instagram without knowing what it was. I didn't have any idea what it was. I joined Same. Instagram on 2011. I was in Italy. I didn't have a phone with camera. I have an iPod with camera. That's how I started on Instagram with an iPod. Nice. And and you know, I started because it was fun. It was creating connection, and I was learning photography, and I was getting instant feedback. And that's an amazing thing that we cannot forget about it. A lot of the things that we do, we should be doing it for fun. That's for yeah. fun. A lot of the things I have done, blogging, you know, creating websites, it's all for uh, fun, interacting with people, it's for fun, still for fun. If I do TikTok right now, I'm doing it for fun. And that is so liberating yeah. as well, that you don't have to be always thinking about, oh, how is this going to convert? I just want to have fun. And I want to mess up with people. I want to see, I want to be free. You know, it's, it's funny. It's funny. You know, you know, like that guy that I told you about that went from 5,000 followers to 400,000 followers. Like the reason why I followed him too is because he wasn't trying to do anything besides him literally having fun. Like I can see he's having fun. Mm. I can tell just by looking at how he's like edited the videos and stuff. I'm like, this dude's literally just obsesses over like AI videos, his camera, like his phone, and he's just smashing it all together and he's making these amazing little videos. And I'm like, he's just having a good time. And I want to follow him because of that reason. And so does 400,000 other people, right? The second that we hate it and we show up as a less than the best version of ourselves because we're doing it because everyone else does it and we feel inadequate, you ain't going to get the results anyway. Like they're just Definitely. not going to <laughs> No. It, it's funny because, you know, so many people will be in with education. Joy, I don't know what to post on social media. Mostly, not, not even in the feed, like, but just imagine the stories. And it's like, if you are telling me that you don't know what to post on Instagram, it means that you have no interest whatsoever about life because there are so many things that I kind of <laughs> get angry with them. I, I kind of get off angry with them in a way. It's like I for me, communicating with people through social media is showing <laughs> who I am and what I like. Don't you like anything? You know, so many things. I was like, oh my God. So many things. If you are an amazing chef and you love to cook for your wife or for your children every day, post that. You're going to connect content. to someone. It's fantastic content. It's great content. Everything. The, right. the same it's thing just... when someone says to me, oh, Jai, just um, today I had nothing to do. I was really bored. I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea why, but there's nothing that agitates me more on this planet than those words. I am bored. Because oh, when yeah. someone says that, yeah. I'm like, I don't Absolutely. even know what that feeling is. <laughs> There is literally so much shit to do. There's so it's many just, things to look uh, at. There's like there's so many things to play with. Like <laughs> I get frustrated. I get frustrated because <laughs> basically I, I have no time to do everything I want. I'm totally excited. Like I never yeah. I, I don't remember the last time I was bored. I don't remember the last time no. I was bored. I had I, so I wasn't many even bored when so I was a kid. I was like, you know, if there was two seconds, like, mom, what do I gotta do? And she's like, oh, I gotta do the dishes in five minutes. Oh, I'll jump on my bike and I'm out riding in the dirt as quick as I can for five minutes, you know. Just never yeah, imagine if <laughs> imagine if you are bored with yourself, how are you going to be for your future clients? How boring are you going to be for them if you are bored with yourself? That's what you have yeah. to think. If I I cannot even entertain myself, how I'm going to entertain the people that are looking at me? And we then need to look inwards too. It's like there's no shame anyone that is bored, and that's just that's my personal thing. I, obviously, I don't know why, but I'm triggered by it. But we need to. Um, if you are bored. There has there's something that's not in line because you're not doing something that lights you up and you need mm, to move towards exactly. that because when you find the thing that you have so much passion and it's almost like an adrenaline rush when you do it and you have FOMO and you've got everything else, 
then there is no chance of boredom because you literally That's are right. obsessed. And so basically if you if you can find boredom, then you're not obsessed right now and you need to find that thing because honestly, it's like a drug. It feels fucking amazing. That's it. That's the energy, man. Like <laughs> I wake up every day excited and I'm always excited and we cannot forget about that our job at the end of the day is a huge part of our happiness if we do it right. So just try to find something that aligns with you because as you mentioned, oh, yeah. yeah, I work a lot, but I love every single minute of it. And that brings me so much happiness and connection. That's what everyone should be trying to do. And man, and like that tests the time. There's there's no trends in that. There's no nothing else. And it's you just being playful, mm. you having a good time. And I see that. And that's why I am like attracted to you like a magnet. And that's why all your clients are as well. And that's why you're growing your massive global community that you have and the things that you've done is because you're in this slipstream and people are like, fuck man, what's Joy doing? I need whatever he's drinking. What water is that? You know? And and I think it's just yeah, I think it's just like um, it's just so important. And, and I think it's the thing that people miss because just like you and I and we're getting stuck at the start of this conversation it's like what do we do with reels and stuff as soon as we're bogged down with like businessy things like how do we convert our reels and like how am I going to get the most views it's the second we lose our passion because me and you maybe correct me if I'm wrong but it's not really why we put on this earth is it to have the most views no. and and the best conversions it's just not <laughs> like yeah I think I, we I mean the, the simple thought that you're in Australia and I'm in Spain and we are talking is the whole thing that why I do social media because it opened myself yeah. to the world to create to new friendship world. and connection. And it's fucking amazing. I, if all this year that I have put it on Instagram, just bring me you, it was already worth it. It's just totally. amazing. And I didn't do it. I didn't do it for the likes. I didn't do it. I did it because suddenly I could connect with people that otherwise I will never talk to. And, and look, look at us. You were in my wedding. We are doing amazing things together. Um, yeah. And this is just exponential. This is exponential. And this is amazing and beautiful. And it's the biggest, the brighter side of social media and technology is this. It's actually connecting people. I'm tired of how some people just say, oh, social media is dividing us. Social media is making up to be more alone than ever. It all depends on how do you handle it. For me, it's the opposite. I have the most connection than ever. And real connection. So do I. Real no. connections. You, but when did the metric change from, like you just said, the metric there? It's like, if I just met you, Jai, then it was all worth, that's one connection. That's one like, that's one yeah. view and that's one yeah. comment. When did it change where you have to have 10,000 views, 1,000 likes, 50, you know, whatever it is, 50,000 comments or whatever. And so that's when we stuck in this trap where we're not connecting anymore. We're looking at fucking data and metrics, yeah. and analytics of yeah. our accounts. Like, yeah. And so we've yeah. taken the human element out of it. <laughs> Think about it. Like, what would you rather have? And uh, ten thousand Russian um, bots or whatever likes, or people that you don't know at all, or one like from Brad Pitt in one of your photo. I want the Brad Pitt one. I want no, a comment sure. from Brad Pitt saying, "I love your work," even if I just have one like. It's not about the numbers. It's about the real connection at the end of the day and the value the of that connection. That you met. And yeah, so if we just it. collaborate, I'm like, I just think like, just to sort of finish this, and this is for me and you to digest joy, because I feel like you're in the same space I'm in right now where we have this rat race of like, we're trying to um, create content that maybe we don't love and everything else. But if we just remember this, then when you go to 
film are real. It's like, what is my best friend over in Spain? What do they want right now? Mm. What does that one person mm. in Los Angeles, what do they want right now? And then watch what changes. You light up and you're like, oh man, if I told them this little secret, they would love it. If I told them this little hack that I just learned, oh my God, if they if I shared this exactly. program that I just found, they would fucking lose their minds. And all of a sudden, the weight's lifted off your shoulders because you're not trying to get 10,000 views. You're trying to get one. Exactly. It's just talking to that person. It's always like that. It's like when when clients or when photographers or creators say, oh, I don't know my audience. You just need one person to talk to. Like when they don't know what to share in social media, just talk to that person. It's what you mm -hmm. said. Just, just, you know, I have that girlfriend in the past. I love how she saw me. I'm just going to talk to her every day in my stories, even if she doesn't know. That's everything that we have to do. Not We are not going to please everyone. That's, that's not the point. We have to please the right that's person. The point. And that's it. It yeah. just leads to overwhelm trying to please everybody on the planet, doesn't it? Yeah. Hey, exactly. I'm going I'm going to actually leave it here, Joey. Tell me, so you're you're gonna get into a plane and you're going to come over. Is Opie, is your wife coming over as well to Los Angeles to the unrealistic question? Oh, definitely, definitely. She's not gonna miss it. So we're gonna out. have some nights out. You're gonna to have to spend a couple yeah. extra nights because there's gonna be a lot of cool students there, other educators that we pick I'll I'll be there and we're gonna to have to go out and have a few drinks and and you know, spread our wings and make some more connections with everybody. It's going to be so much fun. That's going to be amazing. I'm so excited about this. This is the highlight of the year. Um, yeah, I'm so stoked for this. I'm, it's going to be amazing. Hey, where can my listeners come and find you? Okay, I'm I'm there for them. So I'm easy to find. I On Instagram, <laughs> I'm Joy Zamora Photo. I couldn't find my whole name. A tiger woman have my full name. So but you can find <laughs> me by Joy Zamora Photo. And um, uh, yeah, the website, the website is joysamora.com. Um, I'm there for everyone. What about your education? I know you got some stuff coming out. Yeah. And like, well, I'm releasing an online workshop where you're going to be, actually, you're going to be announced today when we are filming this podcast, you're going to be announced today. And it's going to be released of the 15th of May in a live. Um, we have really good Spanish creators and you from Australia. We are opening the gates of the process of my education in Spanish for creators. We are really excited. We are bringing new things. Uh, we are putting everything together out there. So yeah, we are really happy to have you there as well. It's, you know, you have been inspiring for me for so long. Um, oh, well, yeah, hey. The 15th of May, we are out there for everyone again. Epic. Hey, just want to say a big thank you, man. And I can't wait to connect with you in Los Angeles. And I can't wait to connect at the Educators Retreat in Spain with you as well that we're hosting together. It's going to be unreal i think we've already i think we've sold eight out of the ten tickets and um yeah it's going to be unreal Can't we have to we have to left and i cannot uh address enough how amazing that's going to be like if an hour we can have uh, so many ideas it's going to be amazing the venue that we have in spain is insane you're going to feel like you are in somehow an arabic palace it's amazing and the creators that are coming, the educators that are coming to Spain to share the time with us, are, they are amazing. So I cannot yeah. imagine the connections and the synergies that are going to came from there. Seriously, can't wait. And to all listeners, just want to apologize. I don't know if you could hear the beeping from my dishwasher, but it is just sitting underneath <laughs> me right now. So sorry about that. And um, yeah, we'll see you, see you guys soon. Hey, Maker Breakers, don't you hate how you can't sort through podcasts by most listened to, most reviewed, and most loved? Ah, right? 
As fellow podcast junkies, we feel you. While we can't magically change Apple or Spotify's platform, we have created a little something-something. Sifting through all of Make Your Breaks episodes to date, yep, we are talking all 200-plus episodes. We've meticulously curated some banging playlists just for you. We're talking the all-time hottest hits from Make Your Break, starring the juicy inspiration, motivation, and creative biz insights you know and love. Sound good? Jump into the show notes and follow the link to generate your very own Make Your Break playlist.